code violation, verbal abuse. to another episode of yeah we said it um yeah it's time for the u.s open it starts tomorrow uh donnell how do you feel about things i'm really just ready for this tournament to be over mm. that's how i feel mm. yeah i'm like I, I don't really care if it's starting or over because i don't care at all i'm just not really invested in any way yeah i just all, all i want to know is who's gonna win and the further so like, i'm just like i'm just ready, ready, ready to see the final yeah you know i probably watch well i won't say i'll probably watch but i guess i might watch the finals it's just i don't know it just depends um if novak is in the men's final i'm probably not watching that uh, I think I'll, I think I'm gonna have to watch it. Like even if he's in it, as much as I despise mm. that man, to to see that history made, I think I I think I would have to like I think I want to see it. It would it would it would kill me, but uh, yeah, my stomach hurts. All right. <laughs> um. Okay, so a little bit of news. Uh, Francis Tiafo split with Zach Evenden uh, at the end of last month, and he is now working with Wayne Friera. So there's that. I knew I saw somebody new in his box this week or whatever, like with his team. Yeah, uh, good luck to them. You know, Yeah. May- maybe he can make something happen. Maybe. Um, he definitely should have won that tournament this week. Yeah. Um, so, you know. Um, Hopman Cup is slated to return in some form next year uh, with a relocation from Perth to somewhere in Europe. That's all we got. But I mean, you know, sort of good news. It's, I don't know how that would work with you know, COVID regulations in Australia coming from Europe that close together, but that's not for me to be worried about. And that's the thing. Is it also, is it still going to be at the beginning of the year or is it going to be like at a different point in the calendar? Great question. That's it, what I like, wasn't sure about. Everything, yeah, everything that I read didn't mention like anything in the calendar at all. So they didn't say they were staying. They didn't say they were going. Yeah, because I feel like the, I feel like they'll move it to like the fall or something. And if they do that, like, I, I don't really see anybody playing. No, they can't. You can't put stuff like that in the fall. Like, people don't want to. People are playing out of obligation in the fall. They're tired. Um, but speaking of, the Australian Open is rumored to be considering waiving COVID protocol for their event next year. But only if the players are vaccinated. 
I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess if if that ends up being true, then they're gonna there's going to be a ton of players who are gonna have to make a decision. Uh, they those players will still choose not to get vaccinated, and then they'll complain about having to quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Um, oh, this one's interesting. Varvara Lipchenko was provisionally suspended this month for an anti-doping rule violation. Um, her positive test included two banned substances, one of which is used to treat low energy levels and increased performance, and another which is typically used for narcolepsy and sleep apnea. Jesus. So... I wonder, like, how, like, how do these players that do this stuff, like, how do you think you're going to get away with this? Like, how do you think you're just going to keep on taking your drugs and, and and skating through? And you're still losing everywhere you go. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't understand. Um, <laughs> I don't understand it. Especially, well, you know, I'll say it, I guess, but especially for someone like Lipchenko. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to take drugs. You, you got to at least have some results. My God. Out here cheating and still losing. I'm sure Serena's hurt because they used to practice together quite often. So if she even knows about it, she's probably surprised. Mm-mm-mm. Um... The WNA, the, oh my God, the WTA announced a partnership with BetterHelp and Venus Williams this week to give away $2 million in free therapy to tennis fans worldwide. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Venus of course is it's, great. Of course it's Venus. Of course of it is. Of course. Yeah. Um, but, you know, good move on the part of the WTA for doing something, making some kind of move, you know. It's great good to see yeah it's good to see but it's also funny like seeing these organizations and these tournaments and stuff saying stuff about players mental health now when mm, they were all mm-hmm. piling on top of naomi when this they all were first started literally threatening her yes it was ridiculous yeah but you know not surprising not at all um you have any other news uh just uh jill simone had to be taken out of the tournament <laughs> <laughs> because his coach tested positive. So, yeah, that, that was funny. Especially after his, after his comments about vaccinations and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, him having is. to be withdrawn from the event is kind of kind of hilarious. Okay, but, like, who even asked Jill Simone about anything? Like, who wants Jill Simone's opinion on anything? <laughs> Ever. We know where that man stands. We know how his mind works. Why are you asking him? Mm-mm-mm. But you know. Yeah, was, so now I guess he's going to be watching the tournament on television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking about, uh, I'm not scared, so I didn't get it. Girl. <laughs> All right. Um, so for the women's draw, I have withdrawals from Kennan, who also got COVID. 
Serena with her hamstring, Venus with her knee. Do we have anybody else notable? No, nah, that's it for the women's. Okay. Um, top of the draw, of course, is number one seed, Wimbledon champion, Ashley Barty. Uh, she faces off versus Ivana Reva. So not the easiest, but I don't think she's going to have a ton of problems with Ivana Reva. Yeah, uh, I think Baron's she she showed like since she's come back to the tour and been playing tennis, whatever she's shown some some quality in some matches. Yeah, um, former finalist here, but yes, I don't I don't see her giving Barty any trouble at all. Yeah, I don't either. Um, Chase Way is in this section versus Lou. Jen Brady is here versus Raducanu. And we haven't seen Brady since when? I have no idea. Like I don't think she did. I don't think she played Wimbledon, did she? I don't think so. So I think maybe since like the clay, she's been out Paris. a while. Yeah. Um. Eleven seed Benchich here versus Aranta Roos. Benchich, of course, uh, winning the Olympics in Tokyo. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, she actually won something. Um. 23rd seed Pagula here versus Potapova. 28th seed Contivate here. I only mention this one because she's playing the champion of uh, 10 years ago, Stozer. Um, Jill Tiekman is here in this section. Jill has been balling a little bit this summer. Actually, most of this year. Like, this is one of her first, I think, like, main draws at a major or something like that, but, like, She's still she's been playing really good tennis outside of that. It's I don't know. I didn't notice her until what was that Cincinnati? Yeah, yeah. She's had some other notable wins this year. Um, and then seventh seed Zviatek versus whoever that young lady is. Don't know who that is. American qualifier. Mm. Yeah, no idea. Mm. We'll see. We'll see how Teichman does. If she's gonna, if she's gonna make a a run or win a few matches, it'll be here, like at least to the third round, maybe. But she's never made it past the second round of a slam. She looked really lost against Barty, but looked really good before that. Right. I don't. So I don't know what to make of that. Cause I just like no shade. I just don't know how you look that lost against Barty. Like she was out there, like the crowd just was just bored. Like it was, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Maybe it was like the the change of opponent. Like because Barty plays a lot differently than because the last the last few players she played was well, she played Pushkova in the in the semis, and then she played Benjic in the quarters. Right. She also played Osaka. So I guess like coming up against Barty was just like a completely different ball for her. Girl, I guess. I don't know. Um, I'm you getting through all these people that hit the ball like Naomi and Pushkova and all these girls and then like Barty has you like literally not making any balls in the court. Whatever. Um <laughs> uh the next section uh, number four seed Pliskova plays uh, McNally. 
You have 24 seed Bedosa here versus Van Utebank. 14 seeded Pavlyuchenkova versus Allison Risk. So, sorry to y'all. Um, 10 seeded Kvitova here versus Herkog. Kvitova will probably be out within the first two matches. Uh, 17th seed Zachary versus Kostyuk. Is that how you say the name? I think so. Okay. 27 seed Ostapenko. I was surprised to see that she was seeded um, versus Podoroska. And then six seeded Andreescu versus Golovich. Um, yeah, I have no idea what to expect from Andreescu. No idea. I expect a three setter and then I expect a loss. <laughs> like every other it's- tournament she played. I think every I think everything in this tournament has an interesting factor to it, at least for like most of these most of these matchups, considering like twenty nineteen and twenty twenty points are being defended. So mm-hmm. there's a there's mm-hmm. a good there's a good group of a good batch of people who have to do well who have to do well here to kinda stay afloat. Cause Benchich she Benchich made the semifinals in twenty nineteen, so she's defending that. Oh wow. Uh and Rescue won twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. as we all know. Sakuri made what the round of sixteen last year. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, some 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 interesting interesting things happening here. What round did we play Peronkova last year? Was that the quarters? That was the quarterfinal. Yeah. Oh, so she's in danger as well. Where is she at in this draw? She is in the yet? bottom half. No, we have not gotten her. Oh, yet. oh, she's in the next section. We're about to get to her now. Okay. Um. All right. In the next section, you have fifth seed is Vitalina at the top of the section versus Marino. Uh, 25th seeded Kasakina versus Peronkova. Um, I expect mess. Yeah. Uh, 19th seeded Rabakina versus Sasnovich. 12th seeded Hollip versus Georgie. Girl, you are in danger big time because didn't, didn't Halep just tear another muscle probably i don't i don't know i don't keep up with her but probably i'm pretty sure she just had another she's small been struggling tear. and it's so weird struggling. like this like this this like the second tear she's had and her body's really a, breaking just down just a few lately. months it's so yeah. weird yeah it's so weird like i know she's like 30 years old now or about to be 30 yeah oh she'll, be 30 she'll, she'll be 30 later this year but yeah, to see her like falling apart like this is so weird. She's out of the top ten now for the first time since like yeah. 2012 or some shit. Yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, and then she just happened to get somebody who's playing some of the best tennis of her entire career. So <laughs> good luck to her. Yeah, um, Kasakina and Parankova here. Kasakina has been playing pretty well recently yes, she if, has. if i remember correctly and she's gotten her ranking back up because she was dropping into hell yeah a while back so so um yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't uh shock me it wouldn't wouldn't shock me to see uh kazakina lose this match mm. but i expect her to at least win at least make it to like the third round even though she hasn't won a match here since 2018 Hmm. 
So I mean, I guess the good news for her is all she all she has is points to gain because she lost in the first round in 2019 and 2020. Wow, yeah, that's playing with house money, girl. Just she gonna go out there and just swing, I guess. Yeah, all right. Spitalina's also defending semifinal points, 2019. You know, I would say she's in danger, but like, I don't think she is. I think she's kind of snapped out of the little losing streak. She and Gael seem, both seem to be doing better lately. Didn't she just win a tournament? She literally just, final somewhere? no, yeah, she just won. Okay, she won. Today, yeah, she won. Yeah, so yeah, um, good luck to her, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This section, this section should be pretty good for her. I mean, because I don't think Halep is making it to that round of sixteen. No, I don't. I don't see it. And, so um, I'm, I think she'll be good for at least a quarterfinal or something. So right. even if she doesn't make the semis, the points won't, you know, won't be that yeah. bad. Um, Angelique Kerber, sixteenth seed here versus Jastrzemska, girl. <laughs> <laughs> That, they're gonna, they're gonna be real petty. Both of them are real petty. Uh, Keys versus Stevens, cause you know they gotta have the blacks playing each other. So this is ridiculous. Your 2017 final here in the first round. Great. That is crazy. Um, 21st seeded Coco Golf plays Magdalenette. 31st seeded Putin Seva versus uh, Kai Kanepi. And then, uh, of course, the top seed in this section, uh, the third seed, Naomi Osaka versus Marie Buskova. I feel like as long as Naomi is playing better than she has recently, she'll be fine. Yeah, I'm not super worried about her. We've seen her come into the U.S. Open in not great form and then win it before. So whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She um she she turns up better at slams. She does. She does like at, at tour level. And so. I think somebody like Bushkova will be actually be a good first rounder for her, with the kind of ball that she hits. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not super worried. Um. All right, final section of the draw. Uh, at the top of the section, you have Krejcikova versus Sharma. Krejcikova being the eighth seed. Eighteenth seeded Azarenka, the 2020 finalist, versus Martin Kova. Ninth seeded Muguruza versus Vekic. Twentieth seeded Jabor versus Coronet. Uh, 26 seeded Collins versus Suarez Navarro, and uh, the two seed Sabalenka versus Stanovic. Um, this is it's... an interesting section in the way that I have no idea what's going to happen here. Like, yeah. Muguruza, you look at Muguruza and you think, you know, she should do fine, but she's only made the fourth round here once, and that was in 2017. Uh, Vika is defending finalist and she's just not looking very good right now. Krychikova, I mean, I guess Krychikova could do well. She really came out of nowhere. She's she she's been playing pretty well consistently. 
Ugh. I just really have no clue. I mean, I guess Sabalenka could blast her way through this. I'm just sitting over here shaking my head at literally every name. I seriously, Sabalenka. She's she made the round of sixteen here in 2018, and that's the best she's gonna do this year. She's going. She'll she'll be playing well for a while, and then until she won't, like she always does. I don't see her making a final or something right now. Uh, I feel like I feel like the furthest she'll go is a quarterfinal, at most. That's nice. That would, I, sh- I think she would be happy with that. Jabor, how is Jabor done here? Let me see. Has she played? That's a good question. I'm about to find out. Yep, third round is her best result, 2019 and 2020. Okay, but she's still relatively new, so. She played the U.S. Open for the first time in 2014. What? Yep, she lost in the first round. Okay. Well. Who do you have for semifinalists? Semis. Lord. Let me see. I I guess I'll give it to uh, Krychikova in Osaka. That's possible, right? I'm not looking at it yet. Okay. Krachikova versus Osaka. Yeah, that's possible. And Barty versus I have no idea. Like maybe Plishkova. Plishkova Plishkova's been playing pretty consistently, but then she like loses the big match. Like that's been her pattern this year. All right. <laughs> so um, I have had a feeling for a while, and I ho- I really, really, really hope I'm wrong, but I've had a feeling for a while that Pushkova was about to win the U.S. Open. I have Ew. not been able to shake it. I've had it for pretty much the entire summer. I don't I don't know where it came from or why it jumped on me like this, this demon. I wanted to go. I've been praying. But... um. Yeah, I've had that feeling for a while. Um, she just, uh, like you said, she's been really consistent, consistently making finals and then losing them, getting really boxed out in the finals. So I just feel like at some point something is going to give and she's actually going to win a big one and it's going to be a really big one. With that being said, my semifinalist list is as follows. Uh, Belinda Bencic versus Carolina Pushkova. Naomi Osaka versus Anstabor. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's all possible. It is all very possible. possible. The the women's draw, anything is possible at all. It's just anything. Venus can win it. She's not even in the draw. Anything (laughs) is possible. Hmm. I'm I'm picking Naomi for the title. That's all I know. Like, I, if I had, like, I had got to pick a name, somebody I think or can see is walking away with this trophy, it's Osaka. It's a really safe bet. I mean, she's clearly the best hardcore player, regardless of what's been going on this summer. Right. Seriously, and her Instagram post that she just put up recently uh, lets me know she's putting herself in a better headspace. And um, 
Yeah, I think she's. I think she's really getting herself ready to to make a, a good run. She's not happy at all with how she's been playing, and she's going to want to do a lot better here. Naomi, she won here last year and ran to sixteen in twenty nineteen. So that's a that's a a nice little chunk of points there. Good luck to her. All right, so for the men uh, withdrawals, I have Federer with his knee, Nadal with his foot, Chorich with his shoulder, Team with his wrist, Varenka with his foot, Rayonich. What was Rayonich's? I have no injury? idea. I know he's out. I don't remember the injury. Did I miss anybody? Nope. I mean, of course, always Delpo, you know, but like, he yeah. should he should be coming back pretty soon. I saw some rumors that he might be back for Indian Wells, so we'll see. That would be court. insane. Didn't he just didn't he just start hitting like with a knee brace? Child, I guess. But that's what I've been hearing. So that gives that him what like a month and a half, something like that. That man's a freak of nature. <clears throat> Seriously, the way him. he the way he gets hurt and then comes back and gets back to beating these niggas, it's crazy. Love to see it. Um, number one seed Novak Djokovic starts versus Holger Rune. So, could be an interesting first round. Depends on if Rune comes out and actually, like, you know, balls or if he just gets nervous. And I don't know who this guy is. He's he's supposed to be pretty good. I've I've not seen him a whole lot, but I've seen him some. Um, and I think he's worked with Patrick some too, if I'm correct. Yeah, I, I see him getting destroyed. All right. Uh, we have Kenny Shikori versus Caruso in this section. 21st seeded Karatsev versus Munar. Uh, that Brooksby kid that was playing well earlier in the summer uh, versus Mikhail Emer. You have 14th seeded Damon Nar, who's been losing a lot versus Taylor Fritz. 10th seeded Hercats versus Gerasimov. 20th seeded Sonigo versus Ott. And 6th seeded Berrettini versus Shardy. Again, for the fourth time this year at the Slams, Novak has the draw of a number one player. Yep. I mean, we got, let me see, we got Wimbledon quarterfinals, Fuksovic here. Hmm. Because like him, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't see much much happening here. Like mm-hmm. I think it's I think this is just gonna fall in fall in line. Djokovic Baratini quarterfinal. Yeah. Yeah. Like Emer just Emer just made a final for the first time in his career. Got completely destroyed, poor thing. But uh yeah. Good luck to him. Good luck to all of these dudes. Gofan is here against McDonald, and he's like carrying an injury right now. So I see him losing right here against McDonald. Sad sight. But yeah, I don't see him doing much here at all. Karat says, I feel like I haven't seen much of him. He at hasn't been playing single, well lately. At least not on the singles court. Mm-mm. He got what? Same. He got silver in mixed doubles at the Olympics. 
And yeah. Yeah, he made he made that made that great run in Australia this year and hasn't made noise at any of the other slams. No, he hasn't. Yeah, interesting. Um the next section belongs to the fourth seated alleged abuser. Um, he plays on the run in Russia. <laughs> I have nothing else to say about that. Yeah, me either. Um, 17th seated Monfils here versus Federico Correa. Monfils, again, like I said, seems to have at least snapped out of the, the rut a little bit, so he's playing a little bit better. Um, and I'm glad to see that. Uh, 13th seeded Yannick Center here versus Purcell. 9th seeded Carino Busta versus Cressy. Uh, you have Seb Corda versus the lesser accomplished alleged abuser. Uh, 22nd seeded Opelka versus Quan. Opelka somehow managed to make a Masters 1000 final this summer. I was Ridiculous. scared. Yeah. Um, 25th seeded Hatchinov. Um, versus Lloyd Harris Hatchinoff. It's weird because he played well in Tokyo to make that uh, final. He made the gold medal match, and then he hasn't done anything else after that. Yeah, it's like I mean, he it's, went back to flopping. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I, that uh, The gold medal match was his first final since he won the Paris Masters in 2018. Girl, that's an ugly stat. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. So. He's just—it just ain't—he. It's not for him. This this consistent play. It's just not a mm. thing he does. Mm. Uh, and then rounding out this section is uh, seven-seated Denis Shapovalov versus Del Bonis. Yeah. Um, let me see. Pablo Carreño Busta. I feel like he could. I feel like he could make it at least around the sixteen. I hope he we, does because he has points to defend from last year. Yeah, what semifinal, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, good luck to him. That's, I, I like him a lot, and I would like to see him do well. Bronze medalist in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. He really bothers Novak. Maybe he can make that semi and bother him again. That would be lovely. <laughs> it would be absolutely excellent. Mm. But yeah, uh, Shapovalov here. He made the quarterfinals here last year. Did he? Yeah, he lost to Pablo Carreño Busta in five sets. Wow. Okay. So, you know, one of them is losing points because they got they would have to meet in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I like Shapo, but I would rather it be him. Again, for what we just talked about. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, this uh, this section is gonna play out the way nobody wants it to. So, like, Yannick Center is gonna be in the semi. Not even. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um. Oh. Oh. Well. Okay. Never mind. Um, yeah. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next section. Uh, fifth seeded Rublev is at the top of the section versus Karlovich. Do you know how shocked I was to see Evo Karlovich in this draw? That man finally made it through qualities again. 
He's like 42. Yep. Good for him, though. I mean, my God. Pay your bills. Wow. One Grand Slam quarterfinal to his name. I know he's tired. The shoulder is tired. The volleys are exhausted. I know they are. Woo! But good for him. That's, I mean, that's an effort. Woo! Um... Tiafo is here versus Eubanks again because they had to make the blacks face each other in the first round. I, I just noticed that, and that's funny. Um, I've never yes. actually watched Eubanks play. Uh, maybe like once before I think I watched. Good luck to Francis. He better yeah, win I mean, if he loses to Eubanks, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Wayne Ferreira is leaving. He's going to be gone. Okay. Um... 32nd seeded Krajinovic is here versus Peya. 18th seeded Roberto Bautista Agut versus Kyrgios. Girl, that's rude too. Take it's it out, RBA. RBA honestly. Ugh. Take it out. Yeah. I've, yeah, gotten, I don't, I've grown I don't exhausted. see Nick winning that. No. You know he only trained for a week before he got there, so... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, Rusevori is here versus whoever that young man is. I'm sorry to that man. I don't know what that name is, and I'm not going to try. I'm not going to butcher that young man's name on this show. I won't do it. Um, that man is 25 years old. Never heard of him. Me either. 12 seated Alje Aliasim is here versus Don Skoy. Hopefully, seated- Felix can. Uh- Hopefully Felix can play well because he's defending what round of sixteen points. I have nothing to say. I'm not going to um, hope anything because I'm not going to invest anything in him for this tournament. I can't do it. I'm 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 worn out for the year. I'll try again in 2022. Yeah, Tiafo's also defending round of sixteen points. Good luck to those men. Yeah. Sixteen seeded Christian Garin is here versus Gombos. 23rd seeded Umber versus Goyachik. 26th seeded Cam Nori versus Carlos Alcaraz. People have been talking quite a bit about Carlos Alcaraz this year, so that's why I put that one in there. And then uh, third seeded Sissy Paz versus Andy Murray because the draws are rigged. Just cool. Just so cool. He has gotten the worst draws this year. Ugh. I don't understand. I feel like I haven't seen Garin do anything in a very long time. Like, or ever. But somehow he's still, I don't, like, there has to be some points somewhere that just haven't come off yet. Because he has not done anything since the pandemic hit. I'm about to look, I'm about to look up his, his, uh, his stats right now. Because I'm confused. Let's see, okay, so he won, he won Chile this year in March. And last year he won... In Argentina and in Brazil. Those are two fifties? Two fifties and one five hundred. And then at the slams. Yeah, not really doing much of the slams. He made the round of sixteen in Paris and at Wimbledon this year. So, you know, it's not bad. So you can be yeah. top twenty after that? 
apparently so. I mean, I mean, at least right now with the with the way the ranking systems are, people aren't really moving too much. They're about to. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big shift after this tournament. I can't wait to see how it all plays out. Novak and Barty will still be number one. That's the only sure thing. <laughs> the final quarter of the draw, you have eighth-seeded Casper Rude. I was shocked to see that he was a top eight seed here, um, but he's managed to get his ranking up into the top 15, and there are a few players out ahead of him. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, he's playing Joel Frisanga. I, I think my man's is just on a farewell tour because he he's not playing anything but the slams. Yeah, he's gonna hang it up very soon. And he's just been coaching. Like you don't even see him practice anymore. Like even on Instagram, he's not he's not practicing or working out. He's like coaching. So, I think he's moved on. Um. 11-seeded Schwartzman versus Barankas. 15-seeded Dimitrov versus whoever that man is. Riffis, I think. I 24-seeded Dan Evans versus Montero. 30-seeded Chilich versus Cole Schreiber. And then uh, the second seed Medvedev versus Gasquet. That's a rough draw for Gasquet. Gasquet's been trying to uh, find some form here lately. And he gets a Medvedev in the first round. Yeah, this this section is uh, it's going to be something to, something to watch as well because we got Medvedev here defending what finalist points in 2019 and semifinal mm. points from 2020. Mm. Dimitrov made the semifinal in 2019. Uh, yeah, good luck to Dimitrov. I'm sure Medvedev will do just fine, but uh. Grigor, you got to at least make that round of 16 and save yourself a little bit. Did Grigor play here last year? Yeah. I have no see. idea. I'm about to check and see where, where how he did. Second I'm sure he did. Mm, that sounds about right. Fokina is here. And... Mm. I was I've I've been very surprised to see him like struggling so much. Like after he made that French Open quarterfinal this year, I thought you know maybe he would you know at least be a presence and you know win more matches, and that's not been the case, like at all. Because he did good in like Monte Carlo. I think he made the quarterfinals in Monte Carlo and then quarterfinals in Paris. And I was like, okay, this guy seems to be doing pretty well, and then nothing. <laughs> I think he did make the round of sixteen here before though. But that was like a few years ago. No, that was last year. Mm. Yeah, fourth round here last year. It's not looking too good for him, just because he hasn't been looking very good. Well, you never know. Um. Okay, semifinalists. Who semifinalists? Medvedev. And I mean, I want to say Sissy Pass, but 
at the same time, Stephanos just does not play well in New York. Like, he just does not do well. And as soon as he goes five sets, the ghosts are coming back from last year. And I just can't. I can't. I cannot. So, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm going to say Steph. I'm going to just, I'm going to go ahead and say Steph. Stephanos and Lebedev. <laughs> just because that's what I want to happen. I, I want that match. And up top, of course, Djokovic and Voldemort. Mm. Yeah. So mine, I have Djokovic versus the alleged abuser. And then I have Rublev versus Medvedev. See, I almost picked Rublev over Sitsipas. But I just don't, I don't think Andre's gonna... I, I don't, don't either, but I don't it. really have anybody else to pick. Like, I'm not picking RBA. I'm not picking Felix. I'm not picking Steph. I'm not picking Tiafo. I'm not picking Umber. Like, I ran out of options. So I just I mean, went with I like Rublev. I like Rublev. I like Rublev a lot. And I, I hope he plays well. He's defending quarterfinal points here because he made the quarterfinals last year. Woo we everybody so, has points to defend. Yeah, good luck to him. It would be like T- if Tiafo was to keep playing, he'd meet he'd meet like he'd win matches. But like if Tiafo was to win matches here, he'd meet Rublev in the third round. So one of them is definitely losing points with Tiafo defending round of sixteen. Oje Ayasin would meet Rublev or Tiafo in the round of sixteen. Yeah. This is uh That's a bit of a mess. Mm, 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 mm. Take one more look at this. It's a shame the team couldn't be here to defend his title. Yeah, that really stinks. It's you know, for him, he's had a a terrible year. Oh my gosh, Demon R made the quarterfinals here last year too. What? He's definitely in danger. Yikes. He's barely won matches this year. George did as well. He's not here at all. Oh, my goodness. That's right, because George beat Steph. Mm-hmm. Woo! My goodness. Oh, man. Now, you know what? Next year is really going to be something, because all of, a lot of these players are going to end the year with rankings far lower than what they're really <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, capable of. It's going to be right. crazy next year. Yeah, that Australian Open is going to be... It's going to be something. I'm more excited for that than I am for this. Maybe, maybe you know, I was sitting here thinking how nobody's going to go to Indian Wells, but maybe people will. Like, if these if these guys lose a bunch of points, maybe they will go to Indian Wells to try to, you know, make some of that up. There's, there's one player for sure who isn't going to Indian Wells, and it's Serena. Everybody else, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a possibility, except for, you know, like Fed. Of course, yeah. Now, our team, who's out, but like, yeah, it's gonna be something to see. Like, I, that, I, that's the most interesting aspect of this Australia, this Australian Open, this U.S. Open for me is how everybody handles defending all these points. Consider, you know, since there's so many different people with with runs to to back up. Yeah, it's rough. It seems like almost everybody has a ton of points to defend. And normally you wouldn't think of it that way because it's not possible, but we're talking right. about two different seasons now, so. Yeah. I don't know. 
in Berrettini's defending semifinals of 2019. Mm-hmm. Stan made the quarterfinals in 2019, and he's not here at Took all. Took out Novak, yeah. Monfils made the quarterfinals in 2019. Oh, my gosh. And so did Schwartzman. Well, bitch, maybe the rankings won't even change that much because if everybody's points yeah, drop. Right. If, if everybody's dropping points, everybody just might, you know, stay around the same spot. <laughs> Dang. Wow. Well, we'll see. Um. All right. You want to move on to power rankings? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. We'll do the women first. You going? No, I thought you were going to go first. Oh, okay. I was over here eating. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I'll start. Uh, and number five, I have Zitalina. Uh, just because she got third place in Tokyo, she won the bronze, and then she just won Chicago, like, today. Uh, at four, I have Danielle Collins. She won Palermo and San Jose, went on a little streak. Be Tickman and Holop in Montreal before losing to Pagula. So, um, as long as she's fit and she's okay health wise, I think she could have a good US Open. Um, three, I had put Georgie. Uh, she beat Mertens, Podoroska, Kvitova, Goff, Pagula, and Pliskova to win that Montreal title. So crazy. Like, literally never thought it would happen. Um, number two, I have Pliskova. Uh, of course, Rome final, Wimbledon final, Montreal final, Cincy semifinal, like one of her most consistent seasons, pretty much from the clay on. Um, yeah. And then, of course, that number one is Barty winning Wimbledon and Cincy and having most tour titles this year. That's mine. Okay. Uh, number five, I got Benchich because she won gold. And- oh, shit. I forgot all about Benchich. <laughs> <laughs> got benches at five she won gold and you know we know she's done well here before having made the semifinals in 2019 uh number four i actually put sabalenka there just because i feel like she's i feel like she broke i I can't stand her at all but i feel like she broke through a little bit by making the semifinals at wimbledon and i think she'll carry that a little bit into uh into doing at least all right here uh georgie at number three because she just won the biggest title of her career plushkova at number two because even though she lost that final, she's been making a bunch of finals consistently, and I think she'll continue to at least, you know, make a, make a semi or final here, maybe. And then Barty at number one, because world number one, and these girls can't seem to stop her. Yeah, it's really something to see Ash Barty be the number one that we thought a lot of the, the, these other girls were going to be. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's wild. We'll see. Like, I'm interested to see, uh, like, if she'll be able to carry it through to, like, consistently through all the way through, like, next year. Because I know she's been number one since 2019, but she didn't play for a majority of 2020. Right. So, like, I feel like she hasn't had as much play as number one as, you know, as one normally would. Also and hasn't I, had the pressure this year, you know. Right. Right, with, like, with the way the points and everything are. Yeah. And I think... Uh, We'll see, like, because usually with a lot of these girls, like when they make it to when they make it to you know to the top or near the top, 
they're doing pretty well for a while, but then the rest of the players figure them out and then they like completely fall off the map. So yeah. I'm interested I'm interested to see if like when these players get more used to that slice or whatever it is about her that is driving them crazy, if she'll be able to, you know, adapt or hold on to, to where she is. I think it'll also be interesting when Australia comes around because, you know, she's gonna have all the eyes on her because now it's not even just oh she won one slam like now she's a Wimbledon champion you know and if she continues to do well the rest of this year like as a dominant number one coming into Australia how is she going to do at her home slam so that'll be interesting too yeah she she's done she's done pretty well Australian Open I think semifinals in 2020 quarterfinals this year quarterfinals in 2019 as well so last three last three Australian Open she's made a bit of a run she just hasn't been able to you know to to get that final title so yeah but also i think i mean so one of those years she was not a slam champion yet and then the next year you know she was coming in but like the eyes were still more on naomi and serena and some other players yep for sure and then this year coming in she was literally coming back from having not played in almost a year so there was no pressure. There was no, like, she was coming in and just not defending anything, not worried about mm-hmm. it, just playing. So I, it's still going to be different next year, I think. Yeah, for I'm sure. not saying she's going to do bad, but right. I'm just saying it's going to th- be different. I think she, I think she handles uh, the pressure of playing at home better than the, the, the women who came before her. Because, mm. like, we know, like, Sam Stoja, everybody thought Sam Stoja would, you know, break through and, and maybe do something there, especially after she won that U.S. Open. And she just could not get together. <laughs> All right. So for the men, at number five, I have Casper Ruud because he won Justad and that other clay title, whatever it was. Um, he was on a little bit of a streak. His hardcore results are not great, like a couple of quarterfinals, but whatever. Number four, I have Rublev because he made the Cincy final. Number three, I have Medvedev. He won Toronto and then made the semis in Cincy. Number two, I have Djokovic because he's Djokovic. So regardless of the fact that he hasn't played since Tokyo, he's still, um, by and large, the best player in the world. And then number one, uh, I have the alleged abuser because he won Tokyo and Cincy. Uh, yeah, I could not bring myself to put him at number one, so I gave him number two. But no, my number one is Djokovic because, you know, Novak Djokovic were number one. He did not look great in Tokyo, but and he hasn't played since. But, I mean, he's Novak Djokovic, world number one, won the last three slams, has a very easy draw here. I think he'll be fine. Uh, two, Zverev, of course, because, yeah, one gold, one Cincy. Seems to be playing very well, which is just so weird to me. Uh, three, Medvedev, because he's also staying pretty consistent, doing what he does. Uh, four, I gave to Rublev. Same reasons you gave him his spot. And number five, I actually put Sissipas, just because he's won the most matches on tour this year. And I think he he didn't look great in Tokyo, but he, start, he started to look better on the North American hard courts. And, you know, I think I think he's working his way back. I'm not sure how well he'll do here, considering he has never done that great here. I don't even think he's made the round of 16 here before. 
But um, yeah, I think his his draw is not terrible. I mean, Andy Murray is no slouch, but I think he'll get through that. And yeah, he could he could make a run. I if you're not does. gonna do nothing else, you're gonna stand your man. <laughs> I told y'all, I told y'all. It was like official, like when did it really become official that this this man is gonna keep me in tennis? Like after after Nadal is gone, like this dude is gonna be the reason I'm waking up at three o'clock in the morning during the Australian Open. That's how I feel about him. Like I, I like him that much. And it was it was shocking to me because I'm like, yeah, once once you know Rafa and Venus and Serena are done, like I'm like gonna disconnect. I'm it's over for me. You know, I'll catch tennis when I catch it. But I, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. I would say I would say that I I hope to one day find another player who makes me feel the same way. But I actually don't. I'm tired. <laughs> I feel you. And I was, I'm telling you, I was resigned to it and completely fine with, you know, catching tennis when I catch it. But, you know, it, it happened. He popped up. Well, if we can get him to wear some aqua for or something, I don't know. Really... <laughs> Good luck to him. And everybody else. Yeah. Mo- mostly everybody else. Most of everybody else, yeah. Um, all right, anything else to say? Uh, nah, this is usually the part where I say I'm looking forward to the tournament, but that would be a lie because I really don't <laughs> think I'm going to be watching that much of it. Uh, yeah, uh, good luck to most of the players, you know. Uh, hopefully we don't get a bunch of injuries and retirements. I feel like people just have been looking very fragile lately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, hopefully people can stay healthy and and we can put on a good tournament. Hopefully nobody else gets sick because I think the U.S. Open is still planning to have like capacity crowds. And uh, yeah, uh, just I just hope everything goes smoothly over there. All right, well, you know, continue to uh, rate and follow and subscribe. Um. Tell all your friends. Put it in your group chats. Put our link in your group chats. Just tell everybody. Um, Follow us on social media. Uh, Our show Twitter is at Hold Your Ponytails. And I am at Hey Seti Baby. I'm at I'm Nels. Um, Yeah. We'll see y'all next time. That's all I got. (laughs) Bye. Bye. What did I say? You didn't hear?